What's going on, my Virgo Verdicts? This is your boy Gene, and thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Virgo's Verdict. How's you know it? it. <laughs> How's everyone doing today? Well, before I start, I might as well introduce my guests that I have here. Uh, Who these people uh, are are very special to me. They're they are my set. Can I do the intro, nigga? Like, damn. Can a nigga get his intro done? Like, shit. We ain't even editing this out. We keeping it in here. So who I'd like to introduce is a very special people in my life. They're my second family. Well, technically, I kind of say they're like my first family, but mm-hmm. my actual family don't listen to my podcast. So <laughs> they took me in on my rough times. They've been there for me when I least expect it. And they actually showed me a lot more family values than I never thought I'd know. So introduce yourselves and tell us your Zodiac sign. My name is Glenda. Glenda the Good Witch, like the Wizard of Oz. And my zodiac sign is Aquarius. My name is Angie, and I am a Virgo. He's up. Season's almost up on here. D gang all day. Yo, what up? My name is Joseph Jordan Garcia the Third, and I'm a Capricorn. Giving out his full information hey, and everything. You want your social too, man. Bro, we just introducing yourself. You coming out here like you going on you a dating show or whatnot. Like, like, we just trying to get a date off this or something? Like, you heard the voice too, right? He was like, I'm Joseph Jordan Third. How you doing? I'm a Capricorn. I'm like, who you trying to get a date with? Damn. I don't know where you got in there. He's like, ladies, you can get it. Get it. Mm. <laughs> okay. Well, these are my family. I love them to death. So today we're gonna actually. Um, we love Eugene. I just need a minute. I need a minute. <laughs> you need a tissue? I'll be okay. I'll be okay. <laughs> no, nah, it just wasn't funny, but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So on all fun and topics today, we are going to talk about some serious topics. So this past weekend, there has been two mass shootings in the United States. One in El Paso, Texas, where 20 were, uh, which court were sh- um, shot dead, and then another 13 hours afterwards in Dayton, Ohio, where nine. Wow. So sad. It's actually got me a little upset. It is. It got me upset because um, I saw this and I became so numb to it, and then I got mad at myself because I live in a country and I live in a time where you see a mass shooting, and it's something that you just become numb to because it's something that happens on a norm. Yeah. I'm afraid to go to Walmart. <laughs> it's it's sad. Like I know you, it, time is everything, bro. But I actually had a coworker um, the other day make a crazy and sensitive joke. He was like, you know, this weekend I went to w- nine different WalMarts and nothing happened. I'm like, what are you talking and? about? I was trying to get it out. He was being like dark and depressing, and I was he's like, I'm like, dude, it's too soon for an that. Asshole. I said he's a coworker. I didn't say he was a friend. <laughs> I'm like, let's. That- associate is an asshole that's yeah that's something that you just don't do and what gets me upset about the situation is like neil degrasse uh neil degrasse tyson the astrology man he actually posted something on twitter he had to take it down afterwards where he was actually showing the logistics of how we react to mass shootings and every other dev out there he got a lot of slack for it now i understood exactly where he was coming from with it but at the same time it's just not the right time. That's like going yeah. to somebody's funeral and be like, hey, um, so he owes me like $100, so how am I getting this? Yeah. You just don't do that. As a mother, you see this. What are your, some of your thoughts on this? Um, it's heartbreaking. Um, you can never, doesn't matter how many times you try to grasp what happened, 
you can never understand how I know I could never understand how that person can get to that it's a lot of people are anti-Trump a lot of people are for Trump a lot of people are uh, for NRA a lot of people are anti I can tell you that hey I have guns so I'm for NRA um, but I can tell you I don't understand why anybody would need an AK-47, an assault rifle, period. I don't know why. I don't know how they get it. And um, I think there should be more guidelines as to why anybody would want to buy that. Um, I think there should be more guidelines as to uh, PTSD. Yep. You have a lot of, um, unfortunately, people who leave the military and are not in a great shape yes great shape of form to have a license to own a gun those people should be taken off that list um people that um you know i dated a fucking cop for like six months and he was fucking we ain't gonna get (laughs) i'm not gonna say his first and his last name but hold up before we continue my nigga you owe me some tires that's all i gotta say you owe me some tires he was a detective and um he got a little crazy when we broke up and um do you know there was a possibility that he was going to lose his gun license um i just it's just crazy because it seems like here in our home it seems to happen more often in malls in schools um, and when it doesn't happen with assault rifles, though, it happens with cars and vans and trucks. Um, people start talking about mental illness. It seems like that is like a big thing now. At first, I used to be like, oh, my God, white people label everything. Yeah. No lie. And it's not too. And I know that might hurt some people when I say that out loud, but you know it's true. It's true. Like, there is a label for everything now. But, dialing it back, it's hard to say that um, and believe it because I have a daughter who has autism, obviously, that is considered a mental illness or a disability. But, um, that is something that I know in her heart that she would never, I mean, she can't even kill a fly because she feels like, you know, Jesus will punish her. Yeah. Um, Jesus take the wheel. Yeah. I think we've, we, we are all living in a time where what's wrong is right and what's right is wrong. Even if you stand up and you defend what you think is right, people think you are wrong and they want to attack you. And take you down on social media and unfriend you and shit like that. You know, someone, not to interrupt, but someone did tell me, too, um, about friendships. Especially when you have friendships on social media, too, where you get debate. One of the biggest things someone told me is that you never know who your friends are until you actually hear their religious beliefs Mm -hmm. and their political beliefs. You can know somebody for so many years, but when it comes to a political and religious standpoint and stuff, things, especially the situation now, it's, it's crazy. Now... Not you can't say. you can't say anything political around Never. people no. because you know my thing is I was always pro Obama I loved him I loved Obama I still do we want you back <laughs> not saying all that I'm not saying he was the perfect president um, but he had a certain way with the way he spoke um, 
think that Trump is, some people may say, very straightforward. But I think that when you have a platform and you speak in reference to Spanish people are bad, um, black people are bad, when you have somebody with a mental illness who hears that, that stays fresh in their mind. And that's what they feed off of, like this one guy who did the Walmart thing was very pro-Trump. And he felt like killing people at that Walmart where he knew that a lot of Mexicans would be was like a perfect situation for him. You know, and I'm, you know, my thought is maybe if he heard that because you have a mental illness and you are weak in your mind, you know, you, you feed into that. Like, first of all, the devil the devil's very busy. I'm sorry. I believe in God. The devil is very busy. He is, like, feeding into minds and shit. And that guy that had that, that did that, obviously, was led to me by evil, by the devil himself, to plot that and do that at that Walmart. Those poor people... Um, how many people died there? It was a total of 20 to 20. 21. That's crazy. Because I'm looking up a list right now, too, of There was mass a mother shootings. who said she was going there for school supplies and yeah. jumped in front of her baby in the cart. And then she died. And her husband was there, too, somewhere in the store. He died. So they left three kids without parents. They had the little girls selling stuff outside, whether it was cookies or whatever. And you had coaches running on girls to try to cover them and parents jumping on kids it's like you have to be led by straight up evil straight up the devil to do something like that it was 22 that were dead and 24 injured that is heartbreaking that you know that your kid is somewhere and um you know they may never come home but then think about it this happens at schools so you you all you have we actually too. I just pray every morning that my kids come home through that door at the end of the school day because you just never know. Not even just school, but at the end of the day. Period. Well, well no, Angie, we actually um years ago um 2017 we actually had a scare in our own town. Oh yeah. Years ago we um. Yeah, oh, Lord Jesus. I just was and I was just in that moment. What happened? I left and then I just went to the Best Buy oh, and I saw what happened. Yeah, we had an incident that we thought there was a shooting, but someone heard a gunshot, they which did. turned the whole... There was a gunshot that went off. Mm-hmm. Thing is, it was an act. It fell out the guy's pocket. It fell out mm-hmm. his pocket, and the gun went off, which could have injured... Or, it did injure some people, but could have did some more damage. Now, because of that, it put everybody into a panic, yeah. and especially in our town, where most, we don't think yeah. mostly happened. Now, Angie, you were actually in the mall when this happened. I don't know if you want to relive this, but um, give us a brief description of how you guys were feeling in that moment. So, I was working. I am a sales associate at Victoria's Secret, so come get your bras. Come get fitted, because oh, um, your girl need to get paid. Um, <laughs> so, I was working. I believe I was doing a 12 to 10 maybe and it was a normal day it was beautiful out um 12 to 6 that's what i meant beautiful day and i I was in the front of pink because pink and victoria's secret are connected and i remember just seeing like little kids run and it's pretty normal like in 
the mall to see kids running because they're playing like they're doing scavenger hunts or stuff like that. And then I saw adults running with strollers and I started to think that was weird. Then I saw mall security say, everybody get down. And that's when my first instinct was to just pull an electric gate down. And that's not really the right thing to do. And um, I just kind of pulled it down. And then my manager came and turned it off, like turned the gate off and then turned it down. I just remember like 14, 13 year old girls by themselves in our store hiding with kids and like moms with their kids and it was scary because we were there for about three hours until we got evacuated and I think the mall didn't close because nobody knows how to close first of all Middletown Mall will never close they will never close <laughs> like a shooting huh. uh, you yeah. still have your sales to make um and it was like I feel like it's crazy because these 14 year old girls were just coming into to the store to buy a pink shirt or a cute pink bra. I don't know. They were going to, I don't know what they were doing, but like going about their day and then you just, that happens. So it's scary. And I remember being what I was 17 at 18 at the time. I'll never forget that day. Cause I was, and I yeah, she was like, Oh my God. I'm like, I'm at the mall. It's I insane to He's think. Like, Yo, you said you were at Best Buy. And yeah. there's, Best Buy. yeah. And I said, oh my God, I'm speeding over. And when you're like in the mall and you're at yeah. work, there's no way, like you don't know what's going on outside of the mall besides your job. So we saw things on Facebook, people saying, oh, somebody came in with a machine gun, a shotgun. And you hear all these stories and people get scared. People get nervous. Mm -hmm. So it's adding to the hype. It's adding, yeah. yeah. And again, there's young kids in our store. There's moms with their kids in our store. And it's just crazy to think that people have to go through that. And it was a, it was a real scary situation yeah. because like we all thought about it. I got yelled at for trying to sneak into the mall because I was trying to find you. Yeah. But um. <clears throat> the thing is, it got hyped up for no reason, and even though it was an accident, it was something that we never faced yeah. and never thought of. But it also brought up the whole gun thing, too. And like That whole thing was like, okay, strict gun laws. And the guy who did it, he turned himself in afterwards. Yeah, I smell it, too. Somebody, <laughs> <laughs> Somebody dealt with one, my guy. We out here sitting and having a nice, con like a serious conversation. You just want to let, let one go? Come on. <laughs> Probably the dogs. And it's like... Even, like, to think about it now, like, I've been working in the mall for a good, like, six years. And to think that, like, that happened. And then that happened at Walmart. And that can happen anywhere. So to know that, like, I still work in that mall and that happened. And then things around the world are happening. Like, that can happen anywhere at any time. It's scary. As a parent, it is the scariest thing you can ever imagine that your kid there's a possibility that your kid may not be coming home. The first time that happened to me was when Jordan, my older son, had a car accident. Um, that was very scary. And um, then Angie calling me and screaming, oh my God, there is a shootout. We are on lockdown. I have to go. I love you. Goodbye. That was very scary to get that call. And now you just never know when that could happen. So 
helicopter mom me when I'm at the movies I'm looking for the exit when I'm at a restaurant I'm looking for the exit like I feel like if I'm at a concert I'm looking at the exit and I'm telling the kids if something happens you run to that car you do not wait for me you just run and even when I did I did like a law enforcement program and now that like I'm so used to sitting like I cannot sit back from the exit I have to look at my exit I have to make sure I'm facing my exits. I can't be have my back to the exits. I am looking at everybody's belt buckle. Like I got spray, uh, uh, pepper spray on hand, screwdriver on hand. Like it's scary now because you never know. Just, it could happen absolutely anywhere you go, and that's you know, unfortunately that's become part of life it's the it's sad it's become the norm which is awful to think that it is normal it's a normal thing to think about somebody coming in and just shooting up the place or if you're at a street fair it is a normal thing to think and it's that. not just a one yeah. location thing no. like it's been at colleges yeah yeah and you're never events. gonna look at anything the same like no like at all this past weekend Lollapalooza in chicago was happening that could have been a mass shooter exactly. right there because I've seen a video where people rushed the police and snuck in. They took the gate down. They snuck in. I was just thinking. I'm like, I got two friends that are actually there right now. What and it's such happen? a... Yeah, what can happen? It's putting us in a state of fear that actually does not need to be in. And then, not to sound political, but our chief and commander is... He's the smartest, brightest First of all, he sits there and says, my condolences to Toledo, Ohio. The last time I've ever heard, the first time I ever heard of Toledo when I was watching Melissa and Joey on ABC Family. <laughs> That's how I figured out about Toledo, Ohio. I was like, wait a minute. Isn't that where they filmed that show at? Nah. Wait, Toledo had nothing to do with it. And then they showed the prompter that it said Texas and Ohio. But he actually tried to put his uh, in for more. He's like, well, if we got immigration laws passed out, it has nothing to do with immigration. No. And I'm going to say this right off the back. It's all just hate being pushed on hate, not even a political standpoint. If you ever read the book called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, he talks about the powerful, um, how powerful our word is. Our word is a double-edged sword. It literally can be used into the right way, but used in the wrong hands, it can do damage to you and yourself. And he explained and do an example that was a man very long ago who used his words to take a nation and turn it into a whole nother uh, religious race and commit genocide and started a crazy war. And he also referenced that how the same thing is happening now. Right now, we're having a whole president who was at it um, somewhere in Florida. I forgot where he did his um. What do they do? Their travel campaign oh, yeah. in Florida, and someone sat there and he was talking about immigration. Just kill him, and he laughed at it. Yeah, everything is funny. That's what I'm saying. Everything that's wrong has become right. Like, I was at the shop right the other day. Yeah, you didn't tell me this story. I had to have an outside person okay. tell me this. <laughs> I Thank was at you. the shop right. I was so mad. I was at the shop right the other day. Here I am in the fruit aisle, and I have my headphones on. Boop, boop, boop. Because I don't like to talk to people when I'm shopping. Oh, it's not. just my thing. <laughs> and I guess I was listening to Mark Anthony a little too loud or whatever, and I noticed white older gentleman standing behind me so i took one headphone off and i said oh i'm so sorry i didn't realize i was in your way let me get out of your way and um he goes yeah you can just get out of my country no he really said that yes he did really did say that and i took the other headphone off and i said what 
he goes, yeah, you can leave the country. That would be better. And I said, yeah, that would be better. And I said, um, wow, I really was not going to do the back and forth because I've done the back and forth. <laughs> and I said, you know what? Go fuck yourself. And I threw my headphones on and I just walked away because... I mean, then you have other people that say it is a generation we were born into. That's the way we are born into, that we don't like outsiders. But just because you were born into that generation does not make it right. I am personally going through a situation like that. And just because you were born into a generation where everybody was racist does not make it right. Slavery was legal back in the day. Just because slavery was legal, it does not make it fucking right. And it happens with, like, not just older people, but, like, me and myself. Like, I went through with a certain someone. His family was racist, and we dated for a while. Yeah. And mm. I never thought that, like, oh, wow, like, I have to sit here, and they have to... They are telling me to go back to my country, that I should go pick wheat and go pick the rice like go work at a plantation like would really I want I, at the time i was young why would i want to be hearing that and especially like i wasn't even home i was in texas and we were in san antonio and then they were like el paso's close and i'm like oh that's cute but there's a mexican standing across the street Europe is over there, just to let you guys know. <laughs> I just, I love how they just do that. Like, they love to colonize everything. Like, they'll sit there, like, go back to your country, and then you got the Native Americans, like, can you go back to your country? <laughs> like, let's, let's just do that. Like, yeah, we want to colonize on everything, and the minute you get it, you don't want to share it or open yeah, up to it. To Mexico, everybody was like, you need to go back to America. You guys are too, like, proper. I'm like, I'm in Mexico. I'm trying to uh, talk. <laughs> I'm like, nah. Joe, you have any thoughts on this? No, just <laughs> oh, we can't really say much anything. I just realized why, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> but anyway. So, <laughs> I just realized. Yeah, but just, this yeah. is good. Yeah, I just realized. I was like, that's why. That makes so much more sense. But um, I'm going to actually give this the final verdict. And I'm actually going to share my final verdict with another Virgo. Because part of the Virgo's verdict is anytime we have a topic like this, we love to give the Virgo's final verdict on it. And since I have a fellow verdict, another hey! Virgo. You done rocking? Yeah. <laughs> since I have another Virgo, we're going to actually have her, Virgo verdict, her final verdict on that too. So I'll let Angie start up with her final verdict on this topic. I don't know. Why don't you go first? I'll follow you. <laughs> I don't know. So as the final verdict on this I am not a Virgo. What? <laughs> so I'm just saying if I was a Virgo, I would have a lot to say at closing. That kind of sounds closing. like a Virgo the thing to say anyway. <laughs> closing time. <laughs> so as the final verdict for the Virgo. Mm we live in a country where we live in fear we're having to go out thinking about your kids being shot up at a school a movie theater a mini mall or any event that can happen is something that's crazy on there too uh -huh. and we live in a uh, country where we have politicians who have the power to change these things and actually make the most yep. simplest decisions laws. simplest yes. laws and we have one person that actually is against it mm -hmm. And it's all a money-making scheme and then wants to bl put others for blame that have nothing to do with the situation. Yeah. 
my final verdict is we actually, and it's going to sound redundant, but enough's enough. Mm-hmm. How many more children do we have to see die? How many more parents have to die? How many times someone has to go to bed wondering if their parents are going to come home or wondering if their child is going to come home from actually from any event? I mean, to come and go into school, go into a party, go into a club. We've had shootings at club. Really, nigga? (laughs) (laughs) We've had shootings from clubs, malls, stores, outdoors, Mm -hmm. all because we don't have controlled gun laws. And mental illness is a real thing, but Uh, should not be put at the first thing for blame all the time. Mm This was choices that were made not through mental illness, but the pure hate. Yeah, hate is something exactly. And here's the thing: like you said earlier, hate isn't something that no one is born with. Mm-hmm. No, I've never so met a baby born. It starts with your roots. The two roots. Hate is taught. No matter how you say it, you're taught this hate. You're taught this anger. Everybody that reflects on you, if you see someone that's racist in your family around you, it can be taught on that. There's ways to go around it, and there's ways not to be a part of that. But until you actually learn not to be a part of that and actually move forward with that and think for yourself as an individual, that's the only thing you'll have in your life. So as the final verdict, we need to get our shit together as a country and all together. All right. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I am not a Virgo. But I must say that... You know, these shootings happen, and then all of a sudden people want to send prayers and hugs and condolences. Okay, that's great. Okay? But then what happens when there is another shooting? How many prayers and condolences and flowers and all of that can we deal with? Like something needs to change that cycle. Something needs to change that cycle. And it's a lot of things involved in that cycle, and something's got to give. I'm just saying. Okay, All right. We're going to move on to the next topic from this as well. What's going on, Craig? So the next topic we're going to actually talk about is a little more lightheartedness. But um, <laughs> a while ago, I just saw online, actually, some friends of mine I went to school with actually got married. And it was a light, Aww. it was a nice small boy. And just shout out to you guys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly why. This is exactly why. But anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry, Craig. I'm sorry. But anyway, I've seen this, and Glenda, myself, and Angie have actually worked at a country club. Yep. Shout out to Falkirk. We love you guys. Hey. Who we shouting out? Oh. Will. Oh, Will. Shout out, Will. I love you, Will. Love you, homie. I know who Will is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we've worked in an area where people spend lots of money yep. on these weddings. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this is actually going to be part of the Let's Debate a segment, too. Okay. Should we... Are small weddings better or large weddings better? Which are important? It depends. It, it depends. Well, let's get into the I whole large weddings. Big ones is a lot of money. Okay. All right. Listen, not for nothing... But if you want something nice and it's small, it's still going to cost you money. I can tell you from my point of view, I was married once. And it was a small wedding. 75 people. It was still a whole lot of money. If I was to do that again, which I don't think that's going to happen, it would be something... It's going to happen. She's lying. <laughs> it, would, it would be something a little smaller, but still... 
because you want it so nice. Like, what are you going to shop at the freaking Dollar General? No. You still want it nice. You still want it done right. You're going to drop that freaking dollar. Uh, not to interrupt, but so I actually had somebody, nice. when I did photography. Oh, no. Don't some, tell me they went to the Dollar General. No, they asked me. Well, Dollar no, wait, Tree? No, they literally Just said. Just a book? No, no, no. <laughs> Five below? They told me that they were going to do their wedding off their welfare check. And they were going to pay me through that for the photography event. Are I'm you like, fucking serious? I looked at them. I was like, I'm not. <clears throat> That's for you. <laughs> I looked at them. I was like, That's for you. I turned That's the event down. Happy. I'm like, I, I can't do that. I can't. I feel like if you have a big wedding, you have to worry about everyone. Like, is this person having fun? Or this and that. Yeah, this I don't, food, you know what it is? Like, I feel like if you have a small, it's intimate. No, because if you're paying for a big wedding, you're paying for somebody to make sure that that one, or one, that one person is making sure that everybody's having a good time. But like, you don't yes. want to do like, shout out to Mike. Mike! 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 Big weddings are very, they're beautiful. I love destinations. Don't they look amazing. Don't bring kids to weddings. I'm sorry. Oh, we just like getting all on okay. topic. Let, let, let's Don't, go on there. I'm sorry. We, we talking about weddings. weddings. Yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to get into the whole segment. Okay. Moving out. I was like, you were such a wedding. Okay, that's different. Immediate children, like uh, children of the bride and groom. Maybe like a niece and nephew we who's the flower way. girl or the flower girl or the flower, the uh, ring bearer is what you call him, not a flower boy. Ring bearer. It could be a bearer. flower boy. <laughs> you never know. Bearer. He carries the ring. Um, I don't think that my opinion that you should have tons of children at your wedding. If it is an outdoor wedding, maybe that's different. But if you are paying 125 per person and 125 for a child to eat chicken tenders and fries, they can eat chicken See, tenders and fries at home. You're saving still to not have enough to pay for chicken tenders and fries and if you for think a about child. It, whether they don't have chicken tenders or fries, they're not going to eat lamb chops. Yeah. No, they're not going to eat. And then the parents can't have a good time. The wedding is for just everybody in oh, general. Oh, mommy, my feet to hurt. Take these shoes off. You remember when we Take did weddings? And we bro. saw people sitting down. We would tell them, why are you sitting down? Get up. Come on, let's dance. Shut, 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 oh, shut, yeah. shut, shut. Oh, yeah. Literally, you know? I, I would yell at my and table. And we would be like, come on, get up, people. So if you have a kid with you, you just can't get up and dance. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... I remember we had a wedding where moms, there was like all the bridesmaids were breastfeeding at one time. <laughs> I remember that. And um, it were like tons yes. of little high chairs at every table. Like four tables had like high chairs. And okay. That's not fun. I understand. But, you know, you're paying X amount of money. You want a gin and tonic, yeah. but you can't. You can't. You breastfeed. You're paying X amount of money for that high chair to take oh. that spot up. Well, not even the price and for that. I saw a video online. I don't know if you guys saw this, but um, the guy was um, he had asked his dad to invite all his friends. He gave him a list of people he wanted at his wedding. It was supposed to be a big event, and he went there and he was like, Dad. You had one job. I asked you to bring all these people here. What are they? He was like, I did invite the people that matter the most. What he told him was, I told him that it was an emergency between you and your bride. 
and you guys needed to be there. He made it into a situation that they had to be at this event and whatnot. He switched out, and then in other words, the people that matter the most are here right now. Those are the people that you want in your lives. Those are the people that matter the most. Yeah. Now, I saw the lesson in that, and I thought that was very deep and very powerful. But on a financial part, I was like, Dad, yeah. it's a lot. that's a hundred people that didn't show up to my wedding. I'm still responsible for them plates. For the, the people wedding. in the back, they're going to love me for it. They cook all that extra food. Now, we worked in the whole thing. Like, if somebody's missing a plate, we were always told, you still have to bring that plate of food out. Yeah, you absolutely. still have to have that setting. That table. Oh, that's the worst. Like, and then, you know, it also is different. Because when I got married, I was already a mom. I had these two. They were both in my wedding. And so I had a total of four kids. Because I had these two, and I had um, two extra flower girls. Because I'm bougie, and I needed extra roses. When I walked in, it was like Eddie Murphy. Roses really smell like do 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 do. Yeah. Coming to America. Oh my God. <laughs> Just a disclaimer, I'm black, so I'm allowed to do that. <laughs> I needed the extra roses as I walked in. So I did have Joe and Angie first, and then I had Selena and Star second. But I only had, no, Kevin came to the wedding, but I only had you five kids. I didn't have any more. I was not going to allow anybody else to bring children yet. If I had an outdoor party, maybe that would be different because then maybe the catering would be different. It would probably yeah. cost less. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, it's, it's all, when my sister got married, there were no kids allowed, period. Like, she had the ring bearer and the flower girl, and they had to leave after they did their fucking job. Nah, <laughs> she was I'm not having it. it. I'm with Goodbye. it. Goodbye. Go home. Have somebody her. pick them kids up and take them home. Well, you have to understand, kids are very restless. They don't want to sit yeah. in the same spot. You know, the wedding is going on to 11.30, 12 a.m. Like, how mad oh. would you be you spent, first of all, this is one of my things why I don't like weddings as much as cakes. I don't like the amount of money you spend on a cake and it's kind of basic. But here's the thing. How would you feel you got these kids running around and whatnot, no control, and next thing you know, one of the kids run into the cake? Stop it right now. Stop it right now. Exactly. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I want a small wedding, but then I want a big wedding, but I don't want to spend all that money. You know what's good? A destination. Destination wedding because you spend your money on... The all-inclusive, and you don't got to worry about flowers and um, food. and I mean, you go out to a nice dinner, but you don't got to worry about, like, 5,000 other things. You can have your family and well, a few let me friends. Let break it down to you real quick. First of all, I asked these questions a lot on my social media before I started doing this podcast. I asked how important what the ring was, and a lot of women who are asked on there, like, they wanted the ring. The ring has to be very big. The ring has to be this. I remember... Our coach, she had, a, she told us a story about the wedding <laughs> ring. You remember the story, right? Yeah. You said that when you heard that, she was like, "Excuse," you was like, "Excuse yeah. me." And then you want a big wedding on top of that. On top of that, I feel like. And then you want the house. You don't want to yeah. live in an apartment you like want you want. The dog. You want the cat. You want the calves, the cows, the horses, the pigs. If you're gonna get married, I feel here's the thing towards it. The house is more important than the ring. My of point thing. I feel weddings are a symbol of. Happen. I don't know what you're fucking talking about. That was pee. I 
Hey, 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 so if I was ever to get married again, which she would, there she's was gonna say no now. I doubt it. But there is this brewery um, that my boyfriend and I went to visit like three or four years ago, and I would say that I would like to get married on the beach and then have lunch at the yeah. brewery and have a like a re- small little reception and then shot shot there and then um you know. I'm getting older, so to me, brunches are so much better. <laughs> yeah. Because you can eat and drink and then take a nap at three. And not be judged. <laughs> exactly. And not no. be judged. And then, no, but then the best thing is you wake up at seven <laughs> and you are ready for round fucking two. Exactly. Yes. And, and then, then all the old folks and the children can stay in a hotel room and all the young ones can go out to the nearest bar and just shot, 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 shot. Everybody! Shot, 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 so just Joe, we haven't heard from you. What do you get feel? Big weddings or small weddings? <laughs> That's what I small think. Small weddings. And why do you want small weddings? Because of the money. Okay, what else? Bitch, better have my Just money. the money. <laughs> so Joe's just more of a one-liner type of deal. He's yeah. like, I'ma just keep it simple. He's very short. There you go. Very short. Bro, this is awkward for Lord. me. I'm not even your child. Like. Like, he's really out here trying to find love on this podcast. He's like, hey, 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 hey. Hit up Joe. Hit up Joe. Joe. There you go. <laughs> That's his Instagram. There you go. It's Ma- Master Joseph, actually. Master, Master something. Master King. I ain't calling anybody Master. My black ass. I refuse. Master, Master King. It's all good. Ladies, he is single. So if you want to let him know, it's 845 800 <laughs> I'm gonna hook your son up. Actually, my number's on the podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> contact me. <laughs> social security number is 712-55-9321. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave somebody else a social security number. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, shit, that was mine. <laughs> just to let you guys know, we I, I one of us have been drinking. Gene's <laughs> oh, phone number is 845-355. Never mind, never mind. 1-800. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the hell. There you go. <laughs> All right, so Angie, how about we give you the final verdict on this one, on big or small weddings? Yes. Um, (laughs) Give like three things that you have learned working at the country club, three things that you think are like pros. So for me, working at the country club, like big weddings are 
they're a lot, and like for the workers, it's a lot of work. But like, if you love everybody, just get a good DJ, good music, you know, have a good time, take some shots. But I've also worked small weddings with my godmother because she's a event planner, and they're really easy. Shout out Dasha Dash Events. That's I don't know right. if the number off the top of my head, but we it are located in New York. Events. We do Jersey. We've done Florida. We've traveled everywhere. Adasha um, has the cutest Oh, my DJ. God. The best. DJ Bowtie. I do decorate. <laughs> I do everything. Decorations, but, like, she has the DJs. She's and got the photo booth. The photo booth. She's she got, got a lot. decorations. She got centerpieces. <laughs> She's got a red carpet. <laughs> She's got backdrops. Oh She's God. got it all. Dash <laughs> Check her out. Adasha Gittins. Um, G-I-T-T-E-N-S. Adasha Gittins. And on Instagram, it's Dash Events. But yes. anyway, I've worked small, small weddings with her, and they're super cute because it's intimate. It's with your family, and, like, it's cute. It's but I feel like it's all up to, like... Isn't intimate a cake brand? <laughs> no, I said intimate. Okay. It, it sounded like intimate. No. Yummy. <laughs> I do like the chocolate donuts. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> no, but I feel like I'm not going to, I'm going to pick a small wedding, but like I feel like it's up to the wife and the husband on whatever they want to do. It's a big wedding, small wedding. I'd rather have a small wedding because I want a big ass ring like Kim K. So that's I think it. The, I think at this point, I'd rather go like, ooh, is a fire call. I think I'd rather do City Hall and have a reception, like a banger. Knock everybody's socks off. I'm not going to front my final verdict on this. I've been to small and big weddings. The wedding part isn't bad with the holy matrimony. I'm going to be honest. It's like a graduation. Mm -hmm. It's boring as fuck. (laughs) But the whole thing for the weddings are, I feel that we honestly should just... So this is my background music. So I feel more for our weddings that it needs to be small, intimate, and with people that actually support you and wanted to be mad for you. I feel like this is more of a wrap it up song than a graduation. Like the girl who's giving that speech and you're like, can we hurry it up, Melissa? Can we hurry this up? Oh, I can't. Quick off with the final verdict. I prefer small weddings. Small wedding. All right, we're done with this. Now it's part of the session where we all take shots. <laughs> oh God. We're having shots. This is the best episode probably ever recorded. <laughs> I'm probably just gonna have to start recording here every Tuesdays. <laughs> Goodbye, peeps. Sorry, co-host. <laughs> Almost. We still got one more okay. thing. We have one more thing Bye-bye. we have to do. Good night. God bless. I guess one more thing. Oh. Yeah, yeah, we're not done. We have a. Oh. Craig. Check under the couch. So we like to have a game at the end of this. Ooh, a game! I like games. Sorry, that was a little loud. <laughs> so we have Uno. No, bro. No, not that type of game, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So the game I like to play is called One Gotta Go. Oh shit. One Gotta Go. On last week's episode, I had my guest, the Mystique Virgo. Make sure you guys check her out. I'm the only Virgo. But, but um, yeah, by the way, it's Virgo season's coming up, so we're actually going to be doing that. 
So we have the Mystique Virgo come out, and we did One Gotta Go. The topic choices were food. We chose between soul food, Asian cuisine food, Italian food, and Spanish food. So for this topic, I'm going to ask my guests today, out of the One Gotta Go, on different alcohols. Oh, shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So, out of the ones you gotta go, the rules are... Oh, we just had Kevin and Andrew walk in. How are you guys doing today? We're good. We're great. Today Going good. Great. Andrew, you can't really answer this question because you are a minor. <laughs> but these are for pretty much... <laughs> this is for pretty much the adults of the group. So we're going to play a game called One Gotta Go. I'm going to give you four choices. And out of the four choices, you have to pick the ones you want to save. And the last one you don't save has to go. And you won't be able to pick that choice again. The topic is alcohol. So out of the four to alcohols we're going to use... Tequila, vodka, tequila, what? Tequila, vodka, gin, and brandy. Oh, no, I'm sorry, gin. not brandy. Gin. Wait, 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 wait. Before we start shouting, I meant it's not brandy. I meant it's cognac. Gin. Let me actually, you know what? Whiskey, tequila, vodka, and cognac. Those are better choices. Whiskey, tequila, vodka, and, and cognac. So the rules of the game are simple. You drink all four. Captain Morgan. <laughs> okay, we'll do it again. Rum, tequila, whiskey, and cognac. Cognac. Okay. The rules are simple. I'm going to I'm going to ask you which ones do you want to save? You got to tell me why, and then we're going to move on to the second one. The last one you don't pick is the one drink that you will never be able to drink again. Oh shit. You would be able to have to live without. That's fine. That's great. Okay. That's fine with me. Okay. So, Kevin, since you're only of legal age, actually, shout your name and your zodiac sign. You just walked in. Hi, my name is Kevin, and you said my zodiac sign? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Taurus. <laughs> He's very bullheaded. <laughs> very bullheaded. <laughs> no problem. So, Kevin, since I'll let you go first, which alcohol are you saving first and why? Saving first out of tequila, vodka. Rum. No, tequila, rum, whiskey, and cognac. I'm saving whiskey first. Why? I fucking love whiskey. If you guys don't know, Kevin's a little tipsy himself right now, too. After a bunch of sangria. And tequila. And tequila. Glenda, which... Whiskey is my shit. Whiskey is my shit. By the way, Kevin is Hispanic, but it sounds like a straight white boy right now. (laughs) But I'm a real G. He learned that from Europe. (laughs) <laughs> Dude, that sounded so white. I couldn't even believe you. <laughs> uh, that's what I mean. Like I learned that from the Bronx while drinking sangria. How's those white claws, Becky? Becky. <laughs> Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Glenda, out of those four. Why don't you ask Craig? Craig, this is gonna be action. Oh Craig's zodiac sign. What is it? Craig, what zodiac sign are you? <laughs> When's your birthday? He's Jordan. I was like, he's a Capricorn. Yes. No. 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 Oh. 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 Oh.
uh, tequila and cognac. <laughs> None of the above. Maybe brandy? Oh, <laughs> I, like, I forgot Craig is a brandy man. I forgot. That's the stuff. So, Craig, you just like, I'm not even care. You can get rid of all those, but take away my brandy. We gonna have a problem right. right off the back. Glenda, your choice. Which one are you saving first? Um, rum. Mm, He's the only one. That's the only one. Because that's the only one I like. I have a choice. Water. I was like, boy, you better have a choice of what? You don't have a choice in getting these hands. I have a choice of water. You better ch- water. Ch- no, what are you thinking? But you ain't answering that. <laughs> what are you thinking? You are a Virgo. There's little Nico over here. He's a Virgo. Part of the V squads all day. Virgo season coming up. Leo's ain't shit. <laughs> I don't know about I'm not Leo, so like, fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Obviously, we've had too much alcohol, so I'm going to pretty much wrap this up for my choices as well. I'm going to save. First of all, I'm saving cognac right off the bat because that was, listen, I'm a henny man to the day I die. First of all, you ain't allowed to answer because you are a minor. Bro, why do you say henny sucks when I was just at your house you would take a henny shot? I know. Pure white. Pure white. No, once you have pure white, henny doesn't, I will agree with you. Once you have pure white, henny will not do it for you anymore. Henny will not do it. It's on that one. So I'm definitely saving cognac. We're going to actually wrap oh, this up for time frame on here too. So on. Oh God. A little drama. Wait a minute. Isn't homeboy engaged? Okay, this is getting a little too juicy and salty, but this has been another episode of the Virgos Verdict. Your boy Gene is out. Peace. Some, some engagement.